0: Chicago where the fire serve cold but the wolves and the hawks never shiver in the snow the bulls keep it running the socks run the south the cubs run the north but the bears run the house true Chicago sports fans got their ears to the street. any team make a move and they never skip a beat and in this house this is where we be welcome to
1: the show with E-Rock and Big Z. Welcome to Chicago coming from the true Chicago sports fan cave this is the TCF podcast with your host e-rock and big z yeah we are sponsored in part by noir Cedar, villain radio studios and our brand new sponsor grit clothing company
2: awesome awesome we just got our brand new shirts we got shirts to give out to our podcast guests we are wearing our shirts they're awesome they're soft they're
1: fantastic they are and it's funny because uh your daughter was like oh wow you all got merch <laughs> yeah when i
2: when i showed it to her she's like oh merch and i'm like what, what, what is this it, it, it's that TikTok generation that's what it is yeah merch 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 all right what, what do we, we got, got this
1: week all right this week we got the cubs versus the Sox, and we just finished watching the last game the cubs yeah. made it interesting giving the Sox a little bit of a chance but they closed it out winning the series and we're, so we're going to discuss the regular series and as well as a three up and three down segment mm-hmm. we'll recap huge comeback victory against the atlanta birds the little birds bird 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 <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about we'll talk to our Bears analyst Il Brown in our 3 and out segment and we'll look ahead to next week's game against the uh, Tom Brady deflated balls Buccaneers. You want to talk
2: about deflated balls right before <laughs> we recorded my pops <laughs> called
1: me and he had called me earlier
2: so I was like all right the second time I got to answer right. Yeah just in so, case. So now right just in case. So right. he lives in he lives right outside of Tampa. Where? Uh, in, it's called Odessa, so it's like it's okay. a suburb of Tampa yeah, over yeah. there, and he's lived there for maybe twelve years. He's been watching the Bucks until this season. Oh, and he says I don't like that effing cheater, Tom Brady, and blah. And he went <laughs> off on this whole tangent because my stepmom, who's from New York was talking about uh, always giving him a hard time. He's like, aren't you watching the Bucks? He's like, hell no. And he went on this whole rant. It was, it was pretty funny. I, I, I thought about recording it. We could have played it now, but there was yeah. too many swear
1: words. Yeah, yeah. He uh, had some colored words that we can't say on air anymore. <laughs> Very colorful <for> language, yep. <laughs> All right. So before we get to that, let's, uh, let, let's, we're going to pay a special tribute to one of the greatest players in NFL history. He, tell us about number 40, Mr. Gale Sayers.
2: Just because of our recording schedule, sometimes when news hits, we're not able to talk about it right away. But we did want to acknowledge uh, the life and the legacy of Gale Sayers. Um, so last week, we learned of the unfortunate news of the passing of Hall of Fame running back from the Chicago Bears at age 77. Uh, for those who don't know who Gale Sayers was and don't understand the impact he had in the league, we're here to lay it out for you. Um, sales was the original Barry Sanders. The original Reggie Bush, Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara for these fantasy players. He could move like silk and make opposing players look
1: silly. And he looked like he was playing on AstroTurf well before he was even in use. Yeah, he was very much ahead of his time. Unfortunately, his career was cut short. But if you can pull up his YouTube videos, you'll see this man was a legend on the field while he was playing. Not let alone that he was inducted into the Hall of Fame for the shortest amount of uh, playing time. Did you know that?
2: Yeah, he I mean he yeah, he definitely uh his his issue was the knee injuries, he had ankle injuries, he had both he had both uh knees worked on and he had ankle injuries. So, you know, in today's world that would have been repaired and he'd be able to play for much longer and had a much more prosperous career. Right. Um so Sayers was the youngest player in NFL history to be elected to the Hall of Fame in nineteen seventy seven. Uh, he played seven years with the Bears, and he won the rushing title in 1966 and 1969. He was also named to the Pro Bowl four times in only seven years of uh, playing time. You know, unfortunately, none of his teams ever reached a pro- the postseason, and he and Dick Buckus were usually the only bright spots on the Bears during their time.
1: I mean, Dick Buckus is another Hall of Famer, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Big, I mean, big time. Like, yeah, like I mean, can you imagine having those two? It would be like having Cleo Mack at his prime, right? Without no know, no injuries, and, and like Walter Payton, and Walter Payton, right? Well, I,
2: yeah, I mean, you had you had Payton, you had Singletary, so you know you, you're looking for those comparisons. But I mean, for those two to be the only good players on your team, that's that's the only reason to watch, right? That's unfortunate, you know. While we acknowledge and admire his great playing career, we also uh, remember the impact he had because of his relationship with his teammate Brian Piccolo. Uh, Their friendship was the basis of the movie Brian's Song, which was adapted from Sayers' account of his story in in his 1970 autobiography, I Am Third. In 1967, Sayers and Bears teammate Brian Piccolo became the first interracial roommates in the NFL. This was extremely impactful due to the fact that at the time, the nation was in the midst of racial tension due to the race riots following the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr., Sayers and Piccolo were great friends and truly loved one another. Piccolo helped Sayers through rehab after injury, and Sayers was by Piccolo's side throughout his illness until his death in June 1970. Today, we salute you, Gail Sayers. Chicago and the world has lost a great man. You will be missed dearly.
0: We hear a lot today about how the American people have lost their dedication to excellence. I don't believe that is true. Each of us is sales at different things, sometimes in areas that are only a hobby, more often in our life's vocation. The most important thing, however, is to strive to do our very best. Gail Sayers, Hall of Famer forever.
1: We'll return shortly after a message from our sponsors.
2: Welcome back to the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. It's time for three up and three
1: down i think i'll perplex him with my slow ball one two three strikes
2: three up and three down is brought to you by our brand new sponsor grit clothing company in three up and three down we discuss the best and the worst of what's been going on with our favorite baseball teams this week
1: big z let's hear it about these white socks all right all right all right so well, <laughs> uh this you know my my guy Rock is giddy on his like, he's jumping out of his seat i am can't sit still because the cubs took the series this weekend
2: they made me nervous this last we literally just watched the end of the game literally yeah.
1: you guys had like all your your seat players out there mm-hmm. and granted we should have took advantage of that it but, was 10
2: it, it 10 was, eight. was 10 well it
1: was 10-1 yeah and then the, the, In the final inning, was 10-8 yeah. well you know the, those socks have proven that they can hit against somebody's bullpen. And mm-hmm. we, we get to the bullpen, once we get to 6th, 7th, and 8th, and ninth, we can do some damage. But Let, oh, it, it, regardless, right. Let, Let's
2: hear, you, hear you're good. Let's, <laughs> let's stop. You, you talk about the bad. That's, your, that's part of your bad. Oh, I got a
1: lot of bad. Yeah, so let's hear about your good. Alright, good. M.B. Pito. <laughs> Pito. Pito. Uh, Brayu with 60 games, 60 RBIs, 19 home runs to finish off the season. 60 games. That's a ribby per game. game. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Uh, number two. Fourteen and zero versus left-handers this season. All right, and we, I know, I know, we discussed this earlier. We, we you were had, like, oh, this is not we, good.
2: We already had this discussion. Yeah, I'm did. not saying it's not good. I'm not saying it's not impressive. I'm saying in sixty games, mm-hmm. it's it's a weird stat. 14, it is. 14 and zero against left-handers, and it, what what my comment to you was that this season is going to have little asterisks all over it because you're talking about in sixty games. Now add a hundred games to that. How many more times are you gonna face left-handers? Okay. We'll never know. Right, right. But <laughs> and what did I tell what I tell you earlier? I says if we in ten years from now, if you have another stat where like you know for because basically fourteen and zero is undefeated all season against left-handers.
1: Yeah, but I'm not looking at it all season, I, and I know and I see your point. Right, that's not going to happen in an entire season.
2: And that's the thing. What you're going to get is you're going to like I said, give it ten years from now. Let's say you know the Tampa Bay Rays are undefeated against left-handers this season. They're going to like the only. Time that happened was a white sox Was so the white sox in the shortened season, in the super short season.
1: Right. But how I'm looking at it is 14 and 0 and and as a streak, not so much as a record. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm looking at. All right. well, well, it look, is a record. Well, it is a record. For I know right now. Right. But I'm looking mm-hmm. at it more as this it was a good streak for the season because right. of the quote unquote asterisk of yeah, the 60s, yeah. right, Sixty yeah. game season. All right. What's what's number your last... three, number three, number <laughs> three. Let's move it on. I'm trying to get this done real quick today. The crotch rocket. Ooh, ooh. hot crotch rocket! <laughs> uh, Gary Crochet, six innings pitched, zero, zero, zero ERA. Baby. That's a lot of zeros. Yeah, baby. Put some donuts up there for you guys. Right,
2: when when he pitched against us, the highest I saw was 101. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 101
1: miles yeah, 101 per hour. Consistently. Yeah. And he's left-handed, and that's coming out of the left-handers and then dropping right in.
2: And it's not not to mention the fact that he was literally drafted, what, a couple months ago? Yeah. He, he went the Chris Sale route?
1: Yeah, he did. Um, what I like about the kid, he's got... He's got the moxie. He's like, yeah. "I'm coming after you." He's yeah. got that Randy Johnson. He he went after instinct. like Big Hitters last night. Right. Yeah. He wasn't scared for the for the uh the stage that he was put no. on and no. yeah, he performed. The big, the big lights did not scare no, him no. No. at all. Well, not at all. I mean, let's see what he does in the playoffs. Hopefully, he's useful for us in the bullpen. Right. Um all right. Well, let's move forward. Let's move forward. I'm trying to get to this bad stuff cuz I want to I want to rant.
2: I want to hear about the bad though.
1: Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> all right. So well, we just finished watching the last game,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, we were seated at number four. Mm-hmm. We could have won the division. If we would have won, Minnesota would have lost and a whole bunch of other stuff. But White Sox lost. They did. So they dropped from four to 7th you You're still in the playoffs, at least. Well, yeah, we, we knew that last week. Silver lining. Yeah, well, we're playing like crap, so I don't see any silver lining right now. I'm going to stay in the moment. So from four <laughs> to seventh really sucks, because now we're not at home. There is no home. I there's no just, home because there's no fans.
2: You just get to play. You just get a bat last. There's no home. Well, You're not playing. Batting at home. last is a
1: big. I mean, big, yes, but there's no home. Stop it. Oh. Like it's different. I'll t- I'll touch on it later. But go all on. All right, all right. Go. Let's move on to the bat. This is where I'm gonna rant. Rant number one. What in the you know what is he doing? Mm. He's mismanaged <laughs> his bullpen this entire season. He's putting players are batting under 200 mm-hmm. and i'm gonna get to that in a second mm-hmm. in the lineup over and over and over for no reason like who well okay uh mr marzo because i keep saying his name wrong on purpose yep yeah i know he doesn't deserve it no he doesn't deserve his name because he's not hitting what he should the be free hitting. the free the,
2: the guys that are hurting you right now are the free agent free agent guys that they brought in right. for this reason right mm-hmm.
1: so this guy is hitting 218 for the season hmm that hurts. It hurts. I mean, he got a couple hits today and a couple hits the other day, but, but, but you, too, too little, too late, too bro. Too little, too late. Because
2: these are only regular season stats, and that's when you're, when you're looking at an overall picture of the season, that's what you're looking
1: at. And my biggest thing, and I've been saying, Angle should be in there. He's great defensively, yes, and yes. he can do the small ball stuff, and he can hit. He hit a home run the other day. Right. All right, moving on to the next person who should not be in the lineup. Right. In betting 158. I mean, are are they just playing him because he has 14 years of experience? And 10 home runs this season? So what? I don't care about the 10 home runs. You know Even I mean, that's 10 home runs. Uh, that's 10 at bats out of 60 games. Right. I mean that's nothing. Uh, right. So that's why he should not be in the lineup. If
2: 158. I mean, that's that's
1: bad. It's brutal. Anybody else, if that if your yes. name is not in Carnastone, you're not in a major league setting 158.
2: I mean, didn't, they, didn't, they, didn't they take out Lubob because he was like he was something like 0 for 27? Go, you know what I mean? So that's my, my point. Into this series, he was like 0 for 27, so
1: they gave him a break. Right. They gave him a day off.
2: You know what I mean? So that's what I'm talking about is that you, you give your guys that are not doing well a break or you just get rid of them. I mean, um, David Descalso, Dan, Daniel. That's Daniel, I, Daniel. I, 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 Another yes. guy who we can't even remember. Descalso last year, they're like, dude, get, I don't want to see you. They mm-hmm. gave him that fake injury so they could put him on the injured <laughs> list. You know what I mean? The very yes. infamous, oh, whatever. I don't Inflammation know what it, of this. Right. Right. Nonsense but that but that's an excuse to get him out of the game where I don't have to start him. So, I mean, why don't you do it with this guy?
1: Well, to be honest with you, he'll be gone by the end of the year. I don't think that he's coming back.
2: There's I mean, you, you, this is my thing is that you're going to tell me that Rentoria could not find another guy that could DH? Oh,
1: you got tons. mechanic can DH. The
2: entire team can DH. Yeah. Literally.
1: You can put one of the pitchers at DH. You could put Spider-Man up there. Well, he's hurt. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll that's get to true, that. We'll get that's to that. true. All right. Uh, continue on number 1. The bullpen not being used correctly, mm-hmm. and, and that's the biggest thing, especially in the playoffs. If you can't use your bullpen correctly, yeah, you know what? By the time you if you don't use it correctly during the season, by the time you get to the playoffs, these guys going to be tired. They're not going to know their roles. They're not going to be in the right slots, and that's that's a whole ball of wax that we do not want to go down. So, do you think Renteria is going to be here next year? That's that's where I'm going with this. Renteria should not be here next year. Mm-hmm. You know why? This is pretty much what the Cubs did with him. He was a year or two early with you guys, right? He he, you know, related to the young kids. Everybody loved him.
2: But they, ha- but see, the thing is that the the Cubs
1: had a contingency plan. They knew that Madden was going to be available. They did know who's going to be available. My boy Ozzy's available. Oh God, yes, yes. I'm going to still hang on that. Marble mouth. That's right. All right. So Renteria should be gone. This is similar to the Blackhawks with Savard. They moved on to Quinville, okay. Collins to Jackson for the Bulls. Renteria to Madden with the Cubs. Okay. Mark Jackson to Renter- Steve Kerr. Renteria again. Right. So you, I mean, it's just I'm, he's in there. He's an example.
2: I'll I'll be nervous because i I'm I'm I make my my points for my team and you make yours. And I'm just scanning through, and the only thing I saw was Quinville. I was like, please don't tell me he's re- equating a Renteria to Quinville. But now that I see where you're going with that, it makes a hell of a lot more sense. Yes, it makes more
1: sense like that. You're made saying this guy couldn't take us to the playoffs, <laughs> to the promised land. Right. But this next guy will. Right. All right. So the biggest thing is, like, you're losing three straight series, six straight, six straight losing streak. I mean, and losing first place. Yeah. I mean, the last 10, 15 days have been crap.
2: Yeah, I mean— it, the, the thing is, I think both the Cubs and the Sox really needed this this series going into this we last we weekend did, of the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and it wasn't so. You guys definitely had bragging rights towards the middle of the season when mm-hmm. the when the Sox came up and played in Wrigley and kind of kicked our butts. Well, we were hot at that time, you yeah. know, and then coming here when it actually matters, and we were, and, and that was a concern when we come to the end of the season because we we reported it right away when we heard, hey. Cubs and Sox, end of the season. Let's go. This is going to be important. Yeah, is it going to be important? You don't know. It's what? like watching Bears and Packers last game of the season. What's the impact now? Right. And we said
1: it's going to be. It's going to come down to seating. It might not come down for you because right. you guys had a good lead, right? But I knew for us, it would come down to seating, right? So, and that's exactly what happened. All right, and let's move on.
2: And you weren't able to lock up the. No, no, the, you couldn't lock it up. Right. You couldn't lock up the four seed.
0: You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock, it up. You lock it
1: up. Lock it up. Lock it up. All right, uh, moving forward. Uh, Eloy Jimenez out with a foot injury. He slid coming from third, you know, or, or in the home plate mm-hmm. the other day against the Cubs, and then uh, he's been hurt. So, oh, was it uh, was it against the Cubs? It was a uh, was it Cubs or Cleveland? Uh,
2: I think it was Cleveland. I yeah, don't think, Cleveland. I, the he didn't play against. the yeah, Cubs. Yeah, he didn't play the Cubs. So, it no.
1: was against Cleveland, and um, you know they say he's going to be back for the playoffs, but how effective is he going to be? I mean, he's he's not he's a below average fielder in left field. Yeah, And if your ankle's hurting, that's going to be a problem.
2: You know you know what that means. Put him in a DH. That's your
1: DH. Jeez, Stop All messing right. around here. All right. Again, the other issue is he's batting two twenty-five and hitting seven, in seventh spot in the mm-hmm. lineup. For the last two, three weeks, he should have been moved up and protected. Mm-hmm. He should have moved up between Anderson and Abreu. That way he gets more fastballs, and they don't want to face Abreu. So they'll face him because he's batting two twenty-five. Yeah. All right. He's a young player. We'll get through this. But his defense has been lacking just because of everything that's, that's going on. With it, the... it,
2: it starts to affect, you. It, mm-hmm. it affect every part of your game. When you're struggling at the plate, you don't necessarily do well in the field, and it kind of really affects you that way. It does affect your whole thing.
1: All right, E, what's up with the Cubbies?
2: NL Central <laughs> champs. I got to say it. I got to
1: say it. Well, we're both Central champs. Are you? Did they oh, win the division? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> They should have. That would have been nice to say that both teams won. But congrats to the Cubbies. Thank you. For being NL Central champs. All right, man. Give us your three points. Number one. So, number one. Hulk Hulk
2: smash. Hulk
1: smash in game one of the final (laughs) series
2: against the White Sox. Sure did. The Cubs went nuts. Uh Schwarber started out with started off with a solo blast and then later on Contreras destroyed a ball for a three run home run. Then
1: he flipped the bat higher than the ball went. I agree. That ball that ball was going and the bat went way over it. I was like, whoa.
2: And y'all boys lost your minds. I mean it was insane. Let go! Contreras always seems to hit well against the sacks and this is one of those moments You're gonna be seeing for years to come when they show old highlights of the Crosstown classic You know this Michael Barrett and AJ, you know uh, Derek he will bray you home runs every day. Yeah, come on. Yeah, hey (laughs) Hey, this is the Cubs segment. Thank you very much. Oh, Sorry. Sorry (laughs) (laughs) All right number two yes chris bryant is alive he He's, had a grand slam yeah. in game two of the sox series and he uh he had another home run in the season finale holy cow holy if cows. he can get hot going into the postseason ooh-wee. i'm excited i'm excited he, he looked looks, good
1: he looked he, really good he looked look, relaxed
2: he looks happy well he should be relaxed He's even off half the season but for, for him to come back at the end and, and catch that, fire
1: this swing in the last home run was smooth as silk yes it was inside and it was down it was like oh golfiness perfect i can do that
2: i mean it might be too little too late to be able to get him a nice contract with the cubs too late but they but they I, I offer him something small and see what he gets see if he wants to be in chicago mm-hmm. you know what i mean give him a one-year two-year contract mm-hmm. hey you got a couple of, we're giving you a couple of years you're our guy you've been here from the start you know, we did the we did the whole you know leave you in the minors for 15 days or whatever it is until we p- pull you up. But he might be still sour about that. That's fine. But I mean, you you know, you got your Brizzo, your Chris bryant your Chris Brian Brizzo or uh, Rizzo combination. Yeah. So let's see how that's going to go. All right, number three. Uh, number three, we're going to finish uh, just finishing the season, winning the series. Yep. And I know Z don't want to hear this, Not but at all. I'm sure he wanted the same. He would have wanted the same for his team going of into course, the playoffs. Of course. You know, you want to catch it, especially
1: how they both played in the last week of the season. Right. You want to finish on a winning note, and you want to have that positive energy going into the playoffs. Now, you guys don't start till Wednesday. We start on Tuesday. Right. So, we have a quick turnaround where you guys can rest a couple days.
2: And we already rested a couple of guys. We rested Rizzo. I think Hayward was out today. Um, Contreras. Contreras, Yeah, Contreras. Caratini was up there Mm -hmm. today. Um, So, I mean, we got our guys rest, and we got an extra day because we don't start till Wednesday against the Marlins. Right. Marlins has
1: been confirmed for the Marlins. Yep.
2: Not everything is good on the north side. Oh, no, really? Of course not. That's what this (laughs) is about. We got to find the good and the bad, man. That's how we, you couldn't, you are not really analyzing if we're not doing our job. You know what I mean? So, all right. So, first off, um, my question is can we trust John Lester in the playoffs? Um, He looks old. He's going to finish the regular season three and three with a 516 ERA. His career ERA is 360. I really want him to be able to I really wanted him to be able to win in what might have been his final regular season start for the Cubs
1: I, I don't think he's done I think he can still pitch in a playoff situation I think he's going to get up and rise to the occasion I don't think you'll have that occurrence where like right now with his last couple outings where he's not mm-hmm. done so well he
2: was. I mean, he wasn't terrible, but the last time when he, I don't know if it's just the White Sox or what it is, but the last time he faced the Sox, they they lit him up. That was that first game of the series where, uh, of Upgrade. the series up up north, where Rayu killed him, and, and they lost ten to one, and mm-hmm. then kind of the Sox or the Cubs uh, returned the favor when we went to the south side. Right. That's just how these games go. We just talked about that. Yeah, we did. Uh, number two, Darvish might have lost his grip on the NL Cy Young because of the Cubs' struggles at the plate. Yeah you know, in the last week or so. I mean, he did have a great game against the Sox with seven shutout innings against a strong, a very strong young White Sox lineup. Granted, they were struggling, but, you know, they you. it seems that these two, both sides of town, uh, get up to play each other. So you're always worried about that kind of thing. And But overall, he finished the season with a 2.01 ERA, uh, 1.00 whip, 93 Ks, 77 pitches, and 12 starts. If he doesn't win it's gonna be a travesty in this humble Cubs fan opinion.
1: Yeah, and I'm gonna be honest with you, as much as I've been cheering for Darvish to actually win the Cy Young, I do think that Trevor Bowers has got it in the bag. Ugh. Sorry. I, I I mean He's got better numbers.
2: He he's got uh, he I does. Don't know. that that's what I'm saying like y- there's no real is there a comeback player of the year in the in the is there do they sure. there the
1: football Sure, <laughs> the why not? We'll give him a but, certificate. I'll print one out.
2: And, I mean, but also, here's the thing, though. Yeah. Your Darvish's team won the division. And yes. Mm-hmm. On his back, basically, when you look at pitching. Yeah. Okay.
1: So, hey. But that's that's just more of the MVP kind of race. That's well, where that goes.
2: Yeah, I mean.
1: Not not for Cy Young.
2: And, I mean, did did Bauer pass him up on wins? I don't think he did. Because the last I saw, you, Darvish, had seven wins. And you had seven wins for him, like we talked a lot last show. You had seven wins for Darvish. You had five wins for Hendricks. You had five wins for Alec Mills, who that was completely and totally unexpected of.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's something that can that can be looked up and so forth. But we'll find out <laughs> pretty soon. How about you give us uh, number three while I look this up for you?
2: Okay, so I'm going to tell you what. I know we mentioned a playoff bubble in the past, but damn it, I want the Cubs to play at Wrigley. I mean this could be this could very be this could very well be the the Cubs version of the last dance, which they've alluded to before. Mm-hmm. And even without fans, I would prefer them to be comfortable in their own park and sleeping in their own beds, you know?
1: Wait, you just gave me the third degree about oh, there's no home no home field advantage.
2: I, I said there is no home field. I right. didn't say there's no home field advantage.
1: Well, batting last is home field advantage, sleeping in your own bed. There,
2: no, I, uh, what I said, I mm-hmm. said there was no, you said I want them to have home field. I But what I'm saying is that because of the playoff bubble, they're playing in like Arlington, Texas or whatever it is. So what I'm saying is that yeah. there is yeah. no home field. You have a home field advantage in the sense that, yeah, you get to bat last, but you're still, you, don't, you still don't get to play in your home field. You don't get to sit in your own dugout, in your own field, uh, your own uh, clubhouse, all that stuff. That's a big difference than just oh I get to bat last. That yeah. was I was that's what I'm saying.
1: And the other thing is these teams are going to be playing at ballparks that they haven't played in all year. Right,
2: right. absolutely. And in places they they haven't uh, uh they haven't played all year. They haven't played any of the other divisions, any of the other they where they play the Rockies and the Dodgers and all this stuff. So who knows what's going to go on with this?
1: Yeah, um, I think that's it's going to be interesting to see what the teams do as far as um. Trying to get familiar with these ballparks now that they're going to the playoffs, the nuances of different ballparks. You got San Diego, you got uh, the Dodgers, uh, Dodger Stadium. You got the ballpark in Arlington. Um, there's a lot going on. I mean, these these teams are from the East Coast, going to go all the way to the West Coast, and uh, one they got to travel there. They might lose you know some sleep, not being comfortable. All right. There's a lot going on.
2: So right now. Uh, Darvish is number one with eight wins. Yes, Bauer has five. Okay. Wait, come on, man. That's three more wins in a little, this tiny little season.
1: Yeah, but what about ERA? Look at that. 1. What, what, 7, is, what one, is Bauer's ERA? 1.73. Okay. Three more wins. Three more wins. So, so, and we're
2: not talking. Okay, so, so is, we, is we the Cy not, Young are,
1: about wins or is it about ERA?
2: We're talking about wins. We're talking about whips. We're talking about 93 uh, uh, strikeouts and 12 starts, 77 innings pitch.
1: Uh, what what are Bower, their stats? Bowers got him on the on the whip at point seven nine five, a hundred strikeouts, seventy three innings pitched, eleven games played, ERA one point seven three. I'm telling you.
2: I'm still telling you, Darby.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know you would. All right. So when does the Cubs play?
2: Uh, so yeah, like I said, the Cubs play uh, Marlins at at home on Wednesday. <laughs> home, home. Ain't no home here. <laughs> All right, true Chicago sports fans, we'll be right back.
1: I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three, strike, you're out. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh gear from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create simple, classic clothing that represents their South Side Chicago lifestyle. With products like hats, T-shirts, hoodies, and glassware, Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. Check out gritclothing.com and use the promo code TrueFan15 for 15% off your entire order. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TrueFan15. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast with E Rock and
2: Big Z. Are you ready for some football? It's time for some Bears Talk. This is three and out.
1: All right, all right. So we're going to start off with first down. So we're watching this game, and uh, we got a tale of two cities here. We had Mitch come in, play the first half, Uh one TD, one interception, 13 for 22, 128 passing, 45 rushing. 45 rushing with that long. with That That long, was a great, that was great, a great decision. Yes. We,
2: we, we can sit here and say one touchdown. We also can sit here and say that the refs took a touchdown away from Allen Robinson. And we they can did. also sit here and say that uh, Miller should have caught that touchdown that yes. he had right in the middle. That's two weeks in a row we had a ball in his hand and he did not catch it in the
1: end zone. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so my question to you is it, you know, did they pull Mitch too early? Uh,
2: I think that was a quick hook. I think that, I think that was a quick hook. Um, you're talking about... And we we watched the game. We sat here and watched the right. game. The first thing I said on Facebook to on my personal page, mm-hmm. I says the most um popular guy on any team is the backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. I said, So don't get don't fall in love just because, you know, you think he's gonna do better.
1: And Um So it's time to put some foals in his house. There's some bowls in this house,
2: there's some Foles in this house, there's There's some
1: Foles Foles in this house, there's some in this house. house. That's what they did. He did do a lot better. I still
2: think, uh, granted, here's the thing. They did win the game. Yes. Foles came in and won the game. That's
1: what he's known for, to come in. Right. He's the the, the microwave oven. He's going to warm up real quick and get the job done for you.
2: I also remember Mitch throwing three touchdowns in the first uh, game of the season, in in the fourth quarter. So I'll tell you what. I'm glad they won the game. Mm -hmm. I'll never, ever, ever issue or push away or whatever you want to say about a win okay but guess what i think that was too quick of a hook to pull
1: mitch because the season's done then right because is that what you're saying
2: because you gave him you gave him two games you you knew that he was you knew what he was when you drafted him Mm -hmm. okay then you gave him two games Mm -hmm. and it was you know up and down up and down whatever you gave him that first half where he actually played decent Mm -hmm. two drop touchdowns Mm -hmm. okay the, or uh, drop touchdown, taken away touchdown, um, and and that nice long scramble, and then he just pulled him because he had an uh, interception
1: right before what, the half. Right. What
2: did Foles do right away when he came in?
1: Well, that interception wasn't wasn't his fault. Okay. That wasn't his fault, but it wasn't an interception. I'm not going to argue with it. Right. He did come in, throw the interception, but it wasn't his fault. But he did have three touchdowns in four and a half minutes.
2: Okay. How how quick? I mean, like.
1: I don't, I don't it's care it's... how
2: quick it happened. He came back at the end of the game the same mm-hmm. way Mitch did in the beginning of the, uh, the or the end of the first game of the season.
1: Same exact thing. Yeah, but this offense is really designed for falls, not for Mitch. How,
2: how can you say that? It, Mitch has been in the league or Mitch has been with the team for three, four years now. How how is the 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 how is the system built for one player and not the other? When you already had the player that you you knew what you were because trying to match. Maggie up
1: doesn't with. Make, make make the adjustments to the players.
2: That, that's Nagy's fault. That's okay. bad on Nagy. Right. Okay. All, All right, right, second down. Second down. So we're going to talk about the running game. Uh, Montgomery had 14 uh, carries for 45 yards. Patterson, four for 13. Cohen, two for 21. Looks like Cohen's not coming back. Possible busted up knee ACL, MCL. Not looking good. Mitch did have uh, one run for that 45 yards. So, mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know, you're, you're going running back by committee here. You're moving it up. You know, you got Patterson moving. It. And Patterson looked like he was knocking people over in there.
1: Yeah, Bettis is a big boy, and it's a, it's a change of pace running back what they have with, that, uh, with the 1-2 combination. I mean, right. like they have the 1-2-3, but, you know, Cohen's been kicked, uh, got hurt.
2: If we're, if we're being fair here, yeah. the Bears were down big, so you did have to rely on right. the arm. You look at Allen Robinson, 10 yards for 123, um, or 10 receptions for 123 with a tutty. Yeah, so that's a tutty. Uh,
1: a thanks, touchdown. Thanks Thank you. you. Thanks to clear that out.
2: Jimmy Graham, six receptions, sixty yards. That's ten average mm-hmm. with two touchdowns. Miller got a touchdown, even though he dropped that one. He didn't deserve that other uh, touchdown, I guess. Mm. Um, so I mean, there, there's your your four touchdowns right there. Um, so look, you had to throw the ball. So I can't really I can't really be too hard on the running game,
1: mm-hmm. but. I mean, that's, that's just what it is. It is what it is. All right, third down. Defense looking very similar to Lovey's style, mm-hmm. where they bend but don't break. Right. They'll give, you, they'll give a big chunks of yards, and then they'll, they'll, they'll settle down and, and make the, the stop. So, huge play to start the game. Ryan yep. goes deep. Goes Ryan, deep to, to, right. to, Ridley, to yeah. Ridley. yeah. Well, the Bears manage to keep Ryan on his toes. Uh, Bears score 20 in the fourth quarter, and then shut out the Falcons. Yep. So, that's huge to shut out a team as you're trying to drive and get back into the game
2: yeah and, and you shut them out at the end of the game when they, when they the Bears caught up, they got their points, and then the brand new bear, Tayshawn Gibson, who just came over from the Texans, uh, he seed, sealed the deal with the INC and the Falcons final drive. I mean, I have a feeling that the whole season is going to be a roller coaster, but I will take three and0 all
1: day. yeah, all day. I mean, uh, I think you posted it this morning that first we had thing. A, yeah forty eight percent chance of a you two know, and0 Bears team to make the playoffs. I think that's going up.
2: Yeah, so for per ESPN FPI, um, the two two no teams' chance to make the playoffs. So this is obviously the beginning of the day. Ravens had ninety nine percent, Chiefs with ninety five, Packers eighty eight. When you go down the list, we're looking at you know seventies, uh, and you had a couple games, a couple teams at fifty eight percent. Cardinals and Raiders. They had the Bears at forty eight percent, and then as soon as it came in. I this is when I first woke up this morning. You turn on the thing, and I that's why I took that picture. I put it on our our page right away, and they're laughing. <laughs> the Bears, what are j- Okay, well, guess what? Now Let's, we're three and zero. We're three and zero. Now we're a threat. So let me let me. If you watched ESPN, you watched uh, when when Lance or not watch, but listen to ESPN radio when Lance Briggs was on the Bears, he used to come on with um Carmen and Yurko, and they had a bet every year if they went three and zero. Uh, if the Bears went three and zero, the the hosts had to do something. If they didn't, then Atlanta, Briggs had to do something. Okay. So they had something like wear a diaper all day, get in the dunk tank, stuff like that. So like three and zero was a big deal. You know what I mean? Like it's a hell of You know, it's a lot different than starting zero three. Yeah, that's a lot bigger hill to climb.
1: Well, you want to ask the Atlanta Falcons?
2: Ooh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, y'all. We're gonna punt it over to Ill Brown
2: for a fourth down, and he's gonna give us his good, bad, and ugly.
0: What's going on, Will? How you doing? What's going on? What's going on? Hey, what's up, fellas, man? What a what a wild ride today for that Ooh. game, man. Who we? how you know? Let me stop acting like that's not typical Bears fashion, though. <laughs> the last the last couple of weeks already. This is not your first rodeo with this team, right? Yeah, yeah. I man, right, this man has so been happening for decades. So. What's your uh, what's your good this week? Okay, good. Nick Foles. You can tell Nick Foles was not expecting to get pulled into the game.
1: Right, right.
0: There's kind of a, a preparation thing where the backup quarterback knows he may, it may be a chance he sees some reps. They went through that first half, and then Nagy just was like, you know what, I need to be able to open up my playbook. Foles, you're up. And he kind of just was like, you he, know, he, he wasn't even on the sideline throwing a nut- Right. No, he
1: wasn't warming up. Yeah.
0: Props to Nick Foles for staying ready, coming what? in.
2: What do you think about him bringing in foals like that? You think that's a quick hook, or you'd expected that?
0: It was definitely a quick hook. Yeah, but that's just the product of a Matt Nagy. That's his style, man. Like he—he's never fully embraced Mitch Trubisky, man. Like we've heard all the press conferences right. over the years. He's never fully been on board with Mitch Trubisky. That's never been his guy. That's Ryan Pace's guy. Nagy made a decision today that, yeah. yeah. You know, whenever you hear, I'm not going down with pace. <laughs> when,
2: r- right. When, whenever you hear Nagy talk about Mitch, there's a lot of stuttering.
1: It's a lot of, and,
2: and he's always and it, apprehensive. Right, and it's also I, that's because he's
1: thinking as he's saying stuff like, right, all right, yeah, let me find something good to say about right, this guy. Right, and I, and I don't think I don't think it's just that. I think
2: also he's he's trying to be he's trying. I, I mean, I guess he knows that Trubisky's sensitive, so he doesn't want to sit there and kid, kill the kid's ego. You know. What well, I mean? you know
1: what? He can go watch Lifetime or something. <sighs>
2: <laughs> yeah
0: it's chicago baby you gotta have some thick skin
2: that's right all right, all right man so we talking about mitch i'm guessing that's your bad this week
0: that's the bad this week man uh once again you go on you're going up against a pretty mediocre defense down their best cover corner to covid yeah and it's like bro you can't get a better alley-oop than that man you got to go out be efficient carve these dudes up. He's still missing deep throws. That's kind of a know your personnel thing, right? You got to know yeah. your receivers aren't four or three guys that's going to run right. these moon shots.
2: Well, because I I was upset and I and I told you mid game I was upset about Miller didn't get didn't catch that. I think it was uh, Mitch's second deep pass.
1: Yeah, it hit him in the chest. Yeah, well, no, in... no the deep the deep ball that went over before he oh, the over where, oh before halftime before halftime gotcha.
0: Yeah, he, he connects on that throw. He doesn't get pulled. It's as simple as that. Okay. He connects on that throw. He doesn't get pulled. And that was just the, the last draw for, for Nagy. He's like, look, man, there's no way I could take advantage of this underneath zone coverage. They they sat and covered three the entire game. Right. Because they knew all I have to put game plan for is crossing routes because he can't take advantage of the deep shot. I that mean, changed he, when Nick Foles came he, in.
2: He wasn't completely terrible. I mean, you look at – here's the difference. Uh, Trubisky, 13 for 22. 128, one touchdown, one interception. An interception, w- was that technically that was the Robinson? Play?
0: Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think that was an interception.
2: No, that was. I, I think he was down, so that's, that's his interception. You give that back to him, that's two no, touchdowns. No, no, no,
0: actually, no, no, that's, that, that wasn't. His interception was where he stared yeah. down. Uh, yes, to, he rolled down. Oh, yeah, yes.
2: yes. That's, the, uh, yeah, 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 the, the one that meant to go to Jimmy Graham and then they snatched it right out of the air.
0: Yeah. So, so flat out didn't see the defender.
2: So, Jimmy Graham did catch a a touchdown from Mitch. But again, Allen Robinson catches that ball and they give him the ball. That's another touchdown. And that's that's for
1: Foles, though. That was Foles, yeah, in the end zone. Okay, that was Foles in the corner. Oh, that's when
2: the Foles right came. Okay, yeah, just come in. My bad, my bad. You know, when you guys, I'm over here looking at two quarterbacks. I'm trying to figure out. (laughs) You know how confusing? It's so confusing now. Yeah, but I mean, like I said. Mitch, 13 for 22, 128, one touchdown, one interception. Nick Foles, 16 for 29, what, 16 for 29, 13 for 22. Okay, Nick Foles got more throws. I mean, they were were behind,
1: they had to throw. 188
2: yards. Okay, 60 more yards. Uh, Nick Foles, three touchdowns, one interception. And if you want to tack on the extra uh, yards that Mitch had from the scramble, I mean, we're talking about pretty even stats overall. Nah, that
0: I would say that because Foles had got the touchdowns of two touchdowns. Uh, actually, the one that hit M- uh, Miller in the chest was from Foles as well. Okay. That's the one where it hit him in the chest and it yeah, just went down. That's what's what frustrating talking about. to me. He should have caught that. Yeah. He should have caught that, and, and Robinson should have got the tie for the touchdown. Right, so that would have been five touchdowns for Nick Foles. You know you what I mean? Can, you
2: you can definitely see the difference in the way that the ball gets to the players when Foles yeah. throws it versus Mitch, because you have a much tighter spiral. You're not a better throwing the football, right? Right, but you're also going to have a, a much uh, lower amount of mobility in that pocket. You know what I mean? But I think you're talking about probably better uh, decision making as well
0: absolutely man and and what the thing about it is it's, it's going to open up so much more play action and it's going to open up the run game so much more because now you have to game plan for accurate deep passer you know mm-hmm. what i mean so yeah that's where teams were just loading up like you know what we will take our chances seeing if mitch trubisky could connect on some deep throws and he's just so erratic at it that teams were sitting cover three like, that yeah. to me, that's the utmost disrespect to a quarterback to sit in single high safety, where so, you're literally so, on a TV broadcast. I'm, I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, that's man. That's man. All oh, right, yeah, that's on. That's on. He's going to drop. He's going to drop. Like, so, I, can, I can read this.
2: Yeah, I, I, yeah, just watching it on the screen and not even in the game. And, you know, you also have the pressure of being in the game versus, like, watching on TV. You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't exactly. make a difference. So let me ask you a question. We, I guess we're assuming that Foles is going to start next week against the Colts?
0: It'd be foolish to go back to Mitch at any point unless there's an in, in, uh, injury this year.
2: Yeah, and see, and see, I got I got a little excited because I thought that they were playing the uh, the Bucks. I said earlier in the show, "Yeah, we're playing the Bucks." I was like, "Oh man!" And now I'm looking back, and and nope. and it, no, playing they're actually indie. playing. They're, they're, indie. they're playing Indy. We got the, gotta other, get old man. the yeah. other old man. It's the other old man. The the man which you men, we mentioned before. That, <laughs> so I jumped the gun early. I was like, i was ready to see Brady play," but they're actually playing the uh, the Colts next. So let, let me ask you a question. We're assuming that Foles, uh, Foles is going to be the starter, okay? With Cohen, we assume, as far as we, we're waiting to see the, the results. That looks um, look nasty. He's was, done for the year. I think he's done. So what, how is that going to affect what Foles is going to be able to do as far as like his play action?
0: I don't, I don't see it affecting it at all. Actually, just get more reps for uh, Cordell Patterson, who's a bigger version of Tariq Cohen, honestly. So okay. when he comes into the game, you have to game plan for him. And he can run between the tackles because he has the size. Right. right. And he can knock somebody out. Yeah, yeah, that's a big boy. It's a matchup problem. I think what you'll see now is you're going to see him lining up across different formations even more. I saw a whole lot more 21 personnel stack. I saw a lot more uh, trips. Nagy's going to open up his playbook with foes.
1: That, that's going to look great for us. I mean, if he can open up the playbook, yeah.
0: Remember when, when Nagy first got to Chicago and nobody had film on him, really? Right. right. And that, all the little gadgets and all the weird stuff was working? Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to get a few weeks of nobody has Foles film with Nagy. Like guess, this, yeah. are, this is the first time he's calling plays for for Foles. He gets to open up his playbook. You're going to see a whole lot of formations, a whole lot of looks that teams haven't seen. So we're going to get a few
2: weeks. Yeah. So we got our we got you good with foals, We got your bad with mitts. What was your ugly for today?
0: It's it's Coach Nagy, man. You know Foles was your guy. Y'all went and played him $20 million for a reason. Right. Step to Mitch <laughs> and yeah. say, hey, man, we're going in another direction.
2: We talked about it before. You knew they were going to give Mitch a chance
1: at least. I didn't think the hook would be this quick. I thought they were going to give him at least four games. I mean, he got his chance with two bottom-feeding teams, and now... They expected right. blowouts. I mean, right. This game should have been a blowout for the Bears, and that wasn't happening. Oh,
2: I, I didn't. I didn't expect this game to be blowout at all. I mean, I'm watching Atlanta put up numbers.
1: Like you said, if they would have caught those two touchdown passes, I give like you give you the what ifs, right? I I still I I still look at Atlanta. Atlanta is a, an elite offensive
2: team defensively. Absolutely not. Which but is why we should put numbers on them. They're elite. But don't forget, they did not have Julie. Uh, they didn't have Julio Jones today. Julio. 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 They didn't have Julio today.
0: I think. Mitch sealed his fate and, and got himself put on the short hook with that Giants game. That second half with the Giants game was just like, man, you got to be able to take advantage of this infirmary. The, the 49ers beat the you-know-what <laughs> right, out not, of the Giants today. With, with their backup. All second string.
2: Missing everyone. Raheem Oster was out. Garoppolo was out. Everybody Kittle was out. Everyone was out. They, they was out, yeah. still
0: beat them 36-9. to nine. To right.
2: be fair, San Francisco was, a, quarter, uh, was a, a Super Bowl team last year, to be fair, though. Exactly. but And and the Bears were not by any mean.
0: Here's the difference, though. Shanahan does not have to change how he game plans with Mullins in the quarterback. Status quo. Okay, next man up, I'm going to call what I call, and and this guy can run it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, I mean, there's it's debatable that you don't really lose anything from Garoppolo to Mullins. I mean, it's not that far off. Honestly.
1: No, it looked like they didn't miss a step at all.
0: They, no. they didn't miss a beat and that's the difference you got to be a coach has to be able to call what he wants to call like there was times where the bears were running crossing routes and i'm just like man it's a cover three just <laughs> throw it over the top to Allen robinson and just see what happens give him a 50 50 chance to come down with those but get him out of that cover three so and... what's,
2: let me get your uh let me get your grades for uh offense today
0: Okay, ooh, <sighs> Can I get the <laughs> offense two grades? Good, agreed, two different offenses. Uh. <laughs> now, over, overall, I get an offense a B minus because okay. they move the ball yeah. pretty easily up and down the field. It was just cashing in in the red zone as usual, which they'll be able to do better with, with foes. Foles' efficiency in the red zone is off the charts, especially when was when with Philly. So you're going to see a much more efficient team in the red zone, a B minus.
2: Could
0: be okay. better, but, All right. mm, but you know, but a B minus is really a C plus. And so, you know, you know. It's <laughs> average. I mean, that's either, you know, you, you, you,
2: you can nitpick right there, but I mean, like overall, when yeah. you look at the way that they finished, that's where you that's you you take any test, and if you finish up strong at the end, I mean, you're gonna that that
1: that grade is gonna look way better. All right. Yeah,
0: you put, uh, you put up thirty points. I'm not gonna go crazy yeah. on.
1: You. Right, right. It's a, it's, a, it's a big improvement for the so, last couple so, years. What about our
0: defense? What, what, what would you grade our defense? You know what? I want to get a defense a B plus today because yes. the offense didn't do him any favors early, and it's tough to know like, hey man, we're teeing off on the quarterback. I mean, Matt Ryan was under fire all yes. day long. Mm-hmm. I, I, Khalil Mack hit him one time, and I thought he was gonna poop his pants, bro. I was like, <laughs> oh my god! I would just hear it. You see the brown and Without spots. the crowd, yeah. without yeah. the crowd being there, you could hit a hits crunch a little more a- and.
2: For oh. for that reason, I'm gonna give him an A minus. I'm gonna give them an A minus, and the minus only comes from that first play uh, when they had they
1: went deep. Yeah, and and yeah. Jackson was like, ha ha ha,
2: look, you hit it. you hit a Yeah, I'm like, like, bro, what are you
1: doing? Yeah, having a good time with them yeah, over there in the end zone. Cal- I'm like, dude, they're gonna score on you, bro. Yeah,
2: Calvin Ridley's down there, and be like, oh, okay, yeah, and they're all laughing. <laughs> Fuller was like, oh, look what you did, and I'm like, yo. Like, I get, like, all the crom- camaraderie that you got in modern sports. But, I mean, like, I mean, you could get, be like, hey, good pat, or good catch or whatever. At the same time, I'm like, man, screw this guy. You uh, know what I mean? And that's why I give it to them.
0: But You, you but, know why I sh- second half shutout, I'll match that a minor. The
2: second half shutout, yeah, that, like we mentioned before. Yes. And, I mean, like, Matt Ryan was, man... <laughs> But, and the thing is, Matt Randall was scared half the time anyway. He looked like Earthworm Jim out there with his little skinny head <laughs> and his, his helmet just balancing on the top of that little Earthworm head, Jim head. And and he looked like he was scared anyway. But, I mean, once they really started rocking him, and he was like, yo, what is happening? <laughs> plus, plus, the defense sealed the game. The defense sealed the game. Yeah, yeah,
0: defense sealed the game at the end of the day, man. So, A-minus, I I rock with that. I match that A-minus, man.
1: All right. What do you uh? What do you see for next week's uh game against Indy? Indy, not Tampa. Indy, yes, not Tampa. Correction. <laughs> uh, Asterix, Correction.
0: You know, I like the Bears to get these next three, man. Mm-hmm. I really do. Okay. I like them to get this next three, man. I like that's the six, element of surprise with foes at quarterback. Now you got a very small amount of film. What is Nagy going to be calling for this dude? Nagy's going to be invigorated with his play calling.
1: The, the uh Nike's gonna pull out the binder take the dust oh, off man it.
0: yeah yeah like the the his his bible is coming right, right the, now. Yeah, like, Den-
1: the denny's menu yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. he's gonna blow <laughs> the safe. dust off of it and in, in, instead of instead of be yourself it'll be be yourself
0: <laughs> i mean like you, you know, don't have extra space mentions. for all those e's. yeah just look at the difference in jimmy graham
1: yes Oh, yes, he looked great today.
0: You put him in a tight end centric offense, the dude still got some juice left, man. Right. Like, I'm surprised that he's as good of a blocker as he's been showing.
1: He needs to be
2: in the right system. Right. None of the other teams that he had uh, since uh, since he left the Saints really like fit what he needed to do. You know, yeah. all right. Um, yeah, I mean, he had, like I said, sixty yards, two touchdowns, six reception. That's sunny. That's ten a reception. That's your average there. So I mean, like, you know, I, I can't, I can't really find out. Man, with Jimmy that's all Gransman I need. Right that's
0: all I need out of Jimmy. He got keep by the middle of the field, opens up everything else.
2: All right, man. We're talking about Indy. Uh, what is your prediction for the score next week? Since you got them winning,
0: I like the Bears to come out and win. Let's say twenty-seven to twenty Bears. Okay. Okay. Is the, and now here's the thing: Is that going to be a, another uh,
2: uh, heart attack game where we actually going to see them like, oh, we we it going into the fourth quarter, and we don't have to be like, oh, you know, we're down twenty to six, and we got to you know score, <laughs> we got to score all these points to finish out the game.
0: Oh no, man! Uh, I think the Bears will be in control early, uh, and the only reason it'll be twenty-seven twenty is because the Bears will be running the ball to salt the clock a lot of the second half. Okay, you're going to see a much more efficient offense. Much more much more efficient on no third down. In the right system, Nick Foles gets the ball out so quick. You know what I mean? Let Jesus be a right tackle. If it wasn't for Bobby Massey, we'd had all day to throw today. But <laughs> they just they just was killing him all like I mean all season, man. It's like Bobby Massey is just he just gets tipped over like, dude, it's it's He's like it's like cow man tipping. Yeah. Rush is just like, come on, man. It's cow tipping,
1: like, bro. Oh. <laughs> we got
0: to right. do something about that right time. Yeah, of we position, do, man.
1: All right, Ill, thanks for coming on this week and giving us your insight. Uh, Absolutely, man. All right, everybody, that's our Bears analyst, Ill Brown. Check him out every week for his Bears expertise and don't forget to check out his podcast Beat the Block, available on all
0: major platforms. Thanks, Will. Oh, man. My pleasure, man. See you guys next week. Bear down.
1: That's right. Bear down. All right, everybody. That's our Bears analyst, Il Brown. Check him out every week for his Bears expertise. And don't forget to check out his podcast, Beat the Block, available on all major platforms. Thanks, Will. All right, everybody. Let's take a pause for the cause and hear an ad from Noir Caesar.
0: Noir Caesar is the first anime manga company to feature characters of color, bringing a level of flair and authenticity to the genre as a whole, with influences ranging from Japanese manga and animation, Western comics, streetwear, hip hop, and various forms of cinema. Noir has created a unique style that can be appreciated by the masses. Check out NoirCesar.com for more information.
1: Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. It's that time again, E. Uh Uh-oh. You know what time it is, bro? Uh Uh-oh. It's time for Stirring the Pop, baby. Oh, yeah. What do we got today, man?
2: All right, this one is straight from those Facebook memes, bro. This is, this is the ones that say, one got to go forever.
1: Man, I don't like those.
2: And this one was hot, too. It just came through as I'm looking it's off the for pre- something it's hot, off the press. hot off the
1: press. There we go. I think I
2: got it one of these Chicago uh, uh, Facebook sites. So here you go.
1: Oh, boy. This is a hard
2: one. This is a hard one, man. This is a hard one especially for our chicago cats yes all right one gotta go forever that means you're picking one <laughs> to that between the two of them you can only have one of them
1: a few
0: moments later
2: italian beef or gyros one's gotta go
1: yep forever <clears throat> what you got i'm from chicago good one. That has got to go. Oh, sorry.
0: Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. No,
1: no, no, I'm sorry, man. Italian beef, man, all day. No way. Italian beef. And I'm going to put ketchup on it just to pee you off. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, look, I, I don't care. You,
0: you,
2: you, you, you piss me off if you put it on my food. Okay, that's when you piss me off. All I'm going to do is like be silently like gagging in the corner if you put it on your food. Let me tell you something, though. If you get the the euros from the right place, because a lot of people would say that they got the best Italian beef and Johnny's over here, which I do not like at all. I Johnny's, It's, it's very rubbery and dry. Portillo's is fine. You know what I mean? But like, I can find another type beef sandwich where I can put beef on it. Gyros is a very unique flavor, style of sandwich. Yeah, it's a sandwich. I'm calling it a it's sandwich. It's a sandwich. With yeah, that's breeder. right. With the tzatziki sauce and yeah. all that stuff. And it's a totally different, like, very, very unique thing. But they all get the same meat
1: from no. the same vendor. Oh, where do you think they're getting this beef from? I don't know. Cows? <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is the, no, it, it's different. But like I said,
2: you have people, you have some, you, you can have the same five people make the same burger and they all come out different. Yes. You know what I mean? So the point is, is that even with the Euro meat, you guys, you have guys that maybe they, they steam their uh pitas or they their tzatziki sauce is different yes you know what i mean like they're uh, all that stuff the way they cut their onions all that all that things are different so right. i mean i got a place over here that i like to go to we got we got one over here uh uh called Yadi's, which gives you like these big fat euros which are fantastic okay and if you go over on twins on uh on harlem you get the i get the euro plate and they give you that extra pita Mm. So that's all. I mean, like it's like to man. Yeah. If you if you really want to be a a big pig, you can go for it, man. If you want to be a big man. A man.
0: That's a full grown man right there.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, look. If you if you you want that beef, tell me your favorite beef places. Actually, the favorite beef places are the ones right by my house. And uh-huh. again, this might be going back to the nostalgia part right. that we were talking about with the with the hot dogs. But they, you know, take care of you. They give you that big beef. They give you that big beef. They dip it. In the Jews, again, you have the big chains, but I still go to the small mom-and-pop shops around my, my house because mm-hmm. that's what I grew up with, and it, it tastes the same as when I was a kid.
2: Right. And it's nostalgia, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's why, and it's something, maybe that's sometimes where people doubt stuff and ketchup. I'm like, oh, oh this yeah. was great when I was a kid. I'm like, yeah, but you're Not grown. Now, yeah. You're grown. It's over. Yeah, stop putting ketchup on your eggs. Oh, God, please, please. But, yeah, I mean, You like, know who you are.
1: Give me a time.
2: oh man and i hope you're listening too but let me let me tell you something what i have i have a friend of mine who uh who had a uh i had a restaurant in um where was it It was like 111th the western all the way down
1: there is it oakland no no it was chicago it was was
2: chicago limits but it was called marco's beef and he gave me the best beef sandwich i ever had okay um and his name is johnny and now he's uh he he's no longer that that uh, restaurant's no longer open, but he's still working in one of these classic fast food joints, and uh, his beef I, I don't know what they did to the to the sauce, mm-hmm. but I mean like it was almost like a marinara slash beef au jus sauce. And he came. He was like, "Yeah, you got to try the combo." And he brings this thing out. It's like the size of my
1: head. Oh, the combo. Yeah, it was the, a co- it was beef, a combo. The beef. Uh, yeah, the beef yeah. with the, the sausage. sausage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
2: I mean, like, I don't yeah. know if it's just because of that or what, but I I have not found another one that good since then. It was just, I think it was the sauce, whatever they put in or in the in the juice. It was very
1: tomato yeah, tomatoey. The, 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 the jus and then the and then the marinara sauce. Yeah, the, especially if it's homemade. Yeah, oh, that yeah. makes a huge difference.
2: Yeah. So I mean, hey, uh, man. I'm, I'm getting fat right now thinking about this. I'm getting hungry. I I think I just grew a cup. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, y'all. That's it for today. Thank you for listening. Thanks to our brand new sponsor, Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to check out gritclothingcode.com and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Thanks to our Bears analyst, Il Brown. Don't forget to check out his podcast, Beat the Block, which is available on all major platforms. Shout out to Ronesh, our producer, Jay Soto. Shout out to Mike Logic and Ideal from the All Net podcast. Check them every other Monday and especially now during the NBA playoffs. And check us out on social media. You can find us at True Shy Fans on Twitter. That's at True Shy Fans. And we're on TikTok. I'm trying to get this younger audience. My daughter's giving me. Giving Are me you going to start time. dancing on TikTok, bro? I, bro, I can't dance, man. These, these hips lie. <laughs> <laughs> These hips lie all day. Every time I'm like, "Oh, I could walk normal," hips are like, "No, nah, no, you can't, no, you can't." <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're on TikTok. We're trying to, you know, get y'all some some uh, content up there to to laugh at us and uh, have fun with us. Uh, find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, and as always, reach out to us on our email because we really love hearing from y'all. Uh, if you got us, you got a good uh, Stirring the Pod question for us.
1: Definitely take know, suggestions. Yes, sir.
2: Suggestions. You can find our Facebook group and and give us uh, something to talk about here. But on uh, email, you can reach us at truechicagosportsfans at gmail.com. And as always, until next time, be good to each other for the love of sports. Yeah.
0: A man. That's a full grown man right there, okay? Give me that big beef. Julio. Oh, baby. A triple. Oh, yeah.